Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I didn't know you had a drought. It's a man-made drought. You know that? Man slash women. It's a man, women made. I don't know. I don't think women did that. No. Women are too smart to do that. They don't create droughts. No. It's a man-made drought. Let's leave it man-made. I think... Women will be honored when I say that. <laughs> you know, there are some things that uh, you should just just leave as man-made. And, and uh, you know, woman-made, a drought, a crime wave, um, you know, mental illness, homelessness, I think. And we should call it Democrat-made. I mean, the Democrats are in charge of the weather, right? They took over the weather some time ago. It's going to be a little warm here today. And that means it's a bad day for Democrats because Democrats despise a warm day. They don't like nice weather, nice sunny day. That makes them very unhappy. Normal people like a nice warm day. If you're a Democrat, it's, you know, everything is complicated because, wait, a nice day in the, you know, the first week of October? I think that's bad, isn't it? I think that we got to panic about that. That's uh, that's crazy. So it's gonna be a real nice low 80s all week long. My uh, my best girl and I and uh, Larry O'Connor and his uh, loving bride Meredith. We were uh, we spent the weekend uh, together, the four of us, in um, in Washington, Virginia, Little Washington. They call it Little Washington because you know Big Washington is over here, uh, but you know it's not doing so well. Uh, we went to Little Washington in Virginia over about uh, 70, 75 miles south and west, really west and south of Washington, D.C., and we spent the weekend there, and it was very nice. The people are nice there. That means it's a different culture, different culture altogether, but uh, had a very, uh, very nice time, and uh, we talked about a lot of stuff, talked about a whole lot of stuff. Not man-made, woman-made. We didn't talk about that, but we did, uh, we did talk about a lot of things, and I got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I've got a, I've got a category of crime stories for you because the Democrats are on the loose. I've got Trump things for you. We just had our first Donald Trump soundbite, our opening soundbite in the morning. I didn't know what it was going to be until I heard it. Michael surprises me with the opening soundbite uh, every day, and that's fun. We got an update on the uh, Dianne Feinstein, Senator Dianne Feinstein, who uh, sadly died last week at the age of 90 um, after a long and wonderful life. And uh, Gavin Newsom, who is, you know, the poster child for poster children, and he... uh, he, he picked a successor, a, you know, a replacement. And you'll be surprised to learn that the replacement is a, um, a black woman lesbian advocate for abortion. If you're a lesbian, why are you an advocate for abortion? But okay. Uh, and a union radical, SEIU, uh, Service Employees International Union, radical and extremist. She's an extremist and she lives in Maryland. Minor thing, but she's rich, you know, from being a union leader and an abortion advocate. So she's got a house in Los Angeles. Now she's just going to have to move there since, uh, you know, but she lives in Maryland. So he picked a, uh, at, you know, LGBT, uh, WOC, 
that's woman of color, they like to abbreviate everything, make everything a code, and then accuse you of speaking in code, right? So got an L, and really she's just an L. I guess G, she's LG. Um, and uh, so you like the TV. So you got an LG um, WOC uh, who lives in Maryland who's an abortion union advocate to replace Senator Dianne Feinstein temporarily until they have an election. And then Democrats are going to be shooting each other over this, the way it sounds right now. But uh, let's, I mean, they're shooting each other over everything all the time, aren't they? That's what they do. Who do you think shooting all these people? So we've got, um, we've got those stories for you. And uh, other weekend, uh, we got a, a, a Bill Cosby update. A Bill, this one sounds a little cheesy to me, but, uh, but I'll uh, get into that. Uh, RFK Jr., uh, may may jump into the race as an independent. Why does everything have to be about race? He's uh, He may jump into the race as an independent. The Washington Post says, because they lie about absolutely everything at the Washington Post, said, oh, this is going to be really bad for Trump, not for Biden, but for Trump, because, you know, they wake up in the morning and they say, what am I going to lie about today? Give me my keyboard. I've got a lie uh, uh, busting out. i got to put it uh, right here in, in uh, print or type. Anyway, amazing stuff. Uh, President Trump uh, said to appear in court today in New York City because remember the Democrats up there, the judge and the prosecutor who are radicals, and they they said President Trump lied about the value of his real estate and committed fraud, and we're going to pull his business licenses from New York. And the first thing they did was lie about the value of his real estate. While they're accusing him of lying about the value of his real estate, no sense of irony, these people. But uh, are they all criminals, Michael? I'm just curious. I, it's kind of an amazing thing we got going there. It sure is. So we got that. And, of course, the Democrat member of the House of Representatives, who's a radical, extremist, uh, left-wing lunatic, and uh, he pulled the fire alarm the other day to delay the vote on keeping the government funded because they're all radicals. And then he explained that he's so stupid, how stupid is he, that he doesn't know a fire alarm from a door. You know, the little red metal thing, and then when you put your three fingers in it and pull it down, and uh, it says fire on it and fire alarm, and and he pulled the fire alarm to delay an official proceeding, which I think is seditious conspiracy. And then his uh, spokesperson and other staffers lied to the press about it. So that's definitely a seditious conspiracy. And he's obstructing the official uh, business of government, which I know will get you at least 22 years in prison. So I think the Congressman Jamal Bowman, radical Jamal, they call him, uh, from New York. And it looks like he's going to prison for a long, long time. He won't, of course, because we have two systems of justice and the Democrats are incredibly corrupt. That's uh, one of the problems we have here in Washington and in the United States of America. So we've got uh, that coming. But the Jamal, Jamal Bowman story is, is quite amazing. It's, uh, and, and I've got lots of stuff for you on that because the media is lying about it along with the seditious co-conspirators in his office. Really, the media people should be arrested for their involvement in the seditious um, conspiracy, the uh, because they're, they're very much involved. We got that. President Trump also, uh, he used an unsavory word at a public event over the weekend, a very, um, a four-syllable um, uh, uh, vulgarity, and it was kind of uh, interesting. I'll share that with you. We've, we've bleeped the uh, requisite uh, segment so that it is arable within the FCC rules, but we'll, uh, we'll share that with you. 
Uh, and uh, lots to update on President Trump today, as a matter of fact. The Girl Scouts are jacking their prices up because Bidenomics working so well. And everybody loves Bidenomics. Even the radical left-wingers in the press are now starting to say, um, this whole Bidenomics branding thing may not be working out as well as we had originally hoped. Because it turns out, Bidenomics sucks. And everybody knows it, except the people, the New York Times and the Washington Post. But that's because they lie about everything which is why they have the approval rating of child molesters. That's uh, the news media, the American news people. Speaking of Democrats, um, a Democrat, you know, they, they love committing crime. They love, they like a lot of crime and they, they, uh, they like shooting people. They like carjacking people. They like looting stores. They're Democrats, not a single MAGA hat wearing Republican in the bunch for years now. And Trust me, the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, have been looking for that that unicorn that is a Trump-supporting, MAGA-hat-wearing, Trump-T-shirt-sporting looter or carjacker uh, or, you know, beating people up in alleys like in Chicago. All Democrats. They're all Democrats. And some amazing crime stories today. A Democrat who set the store clerk on fire. Did you see this? He took a flammable... Uh, fluid, and it was his third shoplifting trip to the same store in one day. The criminal, the Democrat, who the Democrats put on the street to commit more crime because vote Democrat, vote for crime. You want more crime, you vote for Democrats. You want murder, more murder, more people murdered and more murderers, vote for Democrats. More looting, more businesses closing down, you vote for Democrats because they're the party of crime of murder, of carjacking, of uh, non-fatal shootings, of looting, of arson. That's the Democrat Party. You know, they're the party of the Klan. They burn churches and things. You know, they've attacked about 300 Catholic churches, the Democrats have, just since that leak at the Supreme Court. We still haven't identified the leaker. She's going to be a a Democrat official soon. Everybody knows who she is. but we're not going to find out. So, yeah, the Democrats set the store clerk's head on fire, and he's in the hospital all bandaged up, looks like uh, the Civil War, because a Democrat set him on fire during his third uh, shoplifting looting spree in the same store. And the man uh, who was set on fire, uh, he and the third time he came in to steal, the clerk said, hey, stop stealing from my store. So the guy doused him in flammable liquid and set him on fire because he's a Democrat, you know, mm-mm-mm. And in Chicago, you got a Democrat alderman there who says innocent people are being hunted like prey, hunted like prey. Uh, And he says that because it's true. And it's all Democrats hunting people like prey with guns that are illegal. Uh, Speaking of which, Jacksonville, Florida. What is Jacksonville, Florida? Not exactly uh, Chicago or Baltimore. Six people shot. Mass shooting adds to Jacksonville violence. I would think so. And, um, and D.C., I don't even know, I, I, I checked last night, but so many people shot in D.C. over the weekend that the news media can't keep up. Shot, killed, Sunday morning, Democrats, you know. But there is one kind of interesting story that I thought, <laughs> you know, that's all just run-of-the-mill Democrat Party stuff another weekend in another Democrat city. But there is a uh, pretty amazing story that, uh, that got my attention yesterday. When I heard it, I came home from a weekend in civilization, came back to Washington, D.C., and um, it's funny, we were in uh, Washington, Virginia, 
And uh, we slept there Friday night, woke up Saturday morning, went out to uh, a patio, and and uh, we'd only been up uh, awake for a few minutes and heard a gunshot, you know, a uh, half mile away or something, heard a gunshot and didn't think, oh, people are shooting each other, you know, because in D.C. you hear a gunshot and that's what you, that's what you know is happening. But out there, it's like, you know, somebody's shooting a duck for dinner tonight. Um, that's, uh, you know, or some kind of varmint, but, but that's it, just one shot. And you know that it's, uh, you know, perfectly kosher. No big deal. But let me get back to this story because it's a story of Democrats and tragedy, tragedy for four families, four Democrat families. And, and you know, another crime committed because Democrats... Are they all criminals, Michael? Are all the Democrats? We got Jamal Bowman, the the uh, Democrat congressman from New York, pulling the fire alarm to obstruct an official proceeding, which is exactly what everybody January 6 is convicted of, and a seditious conspiracy to with his staffers and the news media to obstruct the official proceeding of government, which is the vote to keep the government going. But the Democrats, I uh, wait, wait, this just in. What, what, Jamal Bowman has self-immolated in front of the Capitol? He hasn't really, but uh, the day is young. Let me get back to the story of the Democrats here. Here it is. Police say car involved in deadly buoy crash, that's a town in Maryland, was stolen in armed carjacking. Wait, what's this? What happened? This is crazy. There is a, uh, there was a, a fiery crash and it was stolen in an armed carjacking. Let me share this with you because Channel 7 News. After four people died in a fiery single vehicle crash in Bowie on Friday, investigators say that uh, the car was stolen in a carjacking. What? Around 7.30 p.m. Friday, officers in the area of Lotsford Road uh, observed a Kia Sorento where they got to plug the car with expired temporary tags, uh, according to Prince George's County Police. Those officers reportedly attempted a traffic stop uh, on the car, but the car sped off. See, they didn't even know it was a carjacked car. It's got temporary tags, and the temporary tags are expired. So the police see that, and they say, hey, there's a car with temporary tags and all this stuff. And it turns out, just minutes later, witnesses said they saw the car traveling at a very high rate of speed, and it passed them, and it veered off the road, lost control. The car crashed into a tree. The car burst into flames, killing all four passengers inside, killing all four passengers inside. Investigators then uh, later determined that the car had been taken in an armed carjacking in the city of Greenbelt. Police have still not identified those killed in the crash. So uh, four Democrats with a gun carjacked a guy in a Kia Sorento with expired temporary tags. The carjackers take off in the car. The police try to pull the car over for the expired tags. The carjackers take off at a high rate of speed, crash into a tree. The car bursts into flames. All four people inside the car are killed in a fiery crash. The carjackers. And the poor guy that got carjacked, you know, he's, uh, he's pretty scratched. And uh, four Democrat families uh, now have a story to tell about their carjacker kids and the high-speed chase ending in a fiery crash where everyone is killed. Now, I don't want to say that Democrats know how to make carjacking funny, but, uh, you know, they, they consistently do the same thing, don't they?
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Dun, 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 dun. We are at 888-630-9625. Uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Talk to the nice people. Let's uh, let's talk to William calling from Silver Spring, Maryland. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, I called you before. This congressman that pulled the fire alarm in the Capitol, uh-huh. to my knowledge, that's a felony in every state. How come no one's talking about that, pulling a false alarm? Well, in the District of Columbia, it, it's a, it's a misdemeanor, uh, but so is murder. So that's kind of a strange thing. Well, you know, it's community service, Chris. I correct you. Yeah, I looked up the uh, I looked up the code for uh, D.C. and it is a uh, misdemeanor punishable by a fine of up to one hundred dollars. Hey, don't go too crazy, and up to six months in uh, prison, Devil's Island. Uh, is the, uh, and that's where they put everybody now. Yeah. Violating provision, uh, deemed guilty of a misdemeanor, um, and a fine not exceeding $100 and imprisonment for not more than six months. Uh, but here's the thing, William, it's not just pulling the fire. And he was a high school principal, I think for 12 years. And he says he doesn't know how fire alarm works. They had to do 12 fire, uh, drills every year in his school, but he is not familiar with the complex ways of doors and fire alarms, and he can't read because there are big red signs on the doors. Um, <clears throat> but he also... He sounds a bit like Hank Johnson to me. He, I he, going to tip over. He, sound, he sounds like a not very uh, bright guy, you know, an educator, then a Democrat member of the House of Representatives. Um, and that's just perfect, right? But he, he uh, also engaged in a, a seditious conspiracy with his staffers uh, to uh, deceive the public and to to obstruct an official proceeding of Congress, which, again, William is what everyone from January 6th has been charged with, and a lot of them are doing long prison sentences, outrageous prison sentences, uh, by a corrupt prosecutor in a corrupt city, our nation's capital. Uh, But I, I do think that Congressman Jamal Bowman needs to be held strictly to the letter of the law when it comes to obstructing an official proceeding of government and a seditious conspiracy. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, I, uh, 
I look stuff up. I do a lot of looking stuff up. And we got this Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman, who's a radical and an extremist. And uh, he obstructed an official proceeding of government the other day by uh, falsely pulling a fire alarm, which caused the evacuation of the Cannon House office building, one of three office buildings for members of the House of Representatives. And he is a member of the House of Representatives. And the vote was coming up on keeping government operations going, which is another topic altogether today, uh, because that has, uh, well, there's some controversy associated with, the, associated with that and Kevin McCarthy, Republicans talking about re- removing Kevin McCarthy as speaker. But, but let me get back to this for a minute, because here's what uh, the Democrat left-wing radical kind of squad uh, member Jamal Bowman, an extremist, uh, he pulled the fire alarm in their big red plastic signs in the doorway uh, that, you know, this is an emergency exit, alarms will sound. But he didn't push through the door. He stopped and turned, looked at the wall as a 12-year high school principal. He pulled the fire alarm, and then he stood there like a moron. And the uh, Capitol Police still haven't released the video. They have released a couple of still photos. But uh, the video, and it turns out there are cameras everywhere in the Capitol interestingly enough. But let me get to, uh, to you know, some of this other. Here's uh, June 2nd of 2021 from the Department of Justice. <clears throat> Pardon me, from the Department of Justice or the so-called Department of Justice, a.k.a. the Department of Injustice, the Department of Corruption uh, under Merrick Garland and Joe Biden, where they lynch their political enemies because the Democrat Party is the party of lynching people from trees with ropes They're the party of the Confederate States of America and Jim Crow. So here's the press release from from the Justice Department, June 2nd, 2021. Man pleads guilty to obstruction of an official proceeding. That's what uh, Congressman Jamal Bowman did for breaching U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Again, this is uh, June of 2021, months later. Defendant illegally entered U.S. Capitol. Was he waved in by the U.S. Capitol Police and just walked right in like so many people did that day? Walked in the Senate chamber, took a selfie, and stood with other individuals. You can only imagine the horror that the nation felt, a man standing there and taking a selfie after walking into the Capitol unobstructed, unimpeded. A Florida man pleaded guilty today to crimes related to the breach of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th which disrupted a joint session of the U.S. Congress. That's uh, what it was, a a session of the House of Representatives that Jamal Bowman was obstructing and disrupting. The process of uh, uh, ascertaining and counting electoral votes related to the presidential election. Okay, now, uh, uh, over the weekend, on Saturday, in the House, they were uh, taking a vote on keeping the government up and running and, and uh, uh, preventing a government shutdown, which the Democrats care so much about. It's the weekend. The government shuts down every weekend. Government shut down every Saturday and Sunday. And if the government had shut down, essential personnel would still have to show up, uh, which always raises the question, why do we have so many non-essential personnel? How many non-essential personnel do you think Microsoft has or GM? Um, none. Oh, yeah, none. Uh, But let me continue here. According to court documents, Paul Hodgkins, 38 years old of Tampa, Florida, 
entered the U.S. Capitol building at approximately 2.50 p.m. on January 6th. All right, he entered. Doesn't say anything more about his entering. He didn't smash a window. He didn't hit anybody. He just walked in. He probably just sauntered in, being waved in by the U.S. Capitol Police because that was happening uh, for quite some time there on January 6th. Around 3 p.m., Hodgkins entered the, center, the Senate chamber. Uh, did anybody try to stop him? Did he assault anybody or did he just walk in? Walked among the desks. That should be the name of his book, I Walked Among the Desks. And then removed eye goggles. This is an important detail of the Justice Department press release. He took a, quote, selfie style, end quote, why is that in quotation marks, photograph with his cell phone and walked down the center to the center of the Senate well where a few feet of way, a few feet away, several individuals were shouting, praying, and cheering using a bullhorn. Hodgkins walked toward the individuals and remained standing with them while they continued commanding the attention of others. They were commanding the attention of others. At approximately 3.15 p.m., Hodgkins exited the Senate chamber and the U.S. Capitol building. So he walked in unimpeded based on this at 2.50 and then to the Capitol building. Then he walked into the Senate chamber. He took a selfie and then he left. Now that's that's it. Hodgkins pleaded guilty to one count of obstructing an official proceeding. That's what Congressman Jamal Bowman did on Saturday. Listen now. Which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, fine of $250,000, or twice the monetary gain of, uh, of uh, loss or loss of the offense. So wait, 20 years in prison, $250,000 for the crime of obstructing an official proceeding, which is what Congressman Jamal Bowman did on Saturday, right? And then there's the misdemeanor offense of pulling a fire alarm um, without cause in Washington, D.C., which in D.C. is a misdemeanor offense. But uh, this obviously is a big felony, what the congressman did. But when you're a Democrat, that's pretty much okay, you know, because Democrats are corrupt, commit crimes all the time, crash carjacked cars into trees, bursting into flames, killing everyone in the car from time to time um, because Democrats. Okay, let's uh, let's take another phone call, Michael. We are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Doug calling from the great state of Georgia. Doug, you're on the Chris Plant yeah. Show. Well, I'm an old retard fireman. They had nothing more aggravating than answering a false alarm. <laughs> at the then, U.S. Capitol, uh, at a congressional yeah, right. House office building, while they're while they're uh, debating keeping the government running, um, and see when they put that, they got to vacate the whole building, which they did. Uh, and uh, it's kind of funny. I don't know if you're listening, listening Doug. When I did, uh, I had jury duty uh, weeks ago now, and I was yeah. in the D.C. courthouse. And while I was there in the jury room waiting for the next step. A, uh, a fire alarm went off, and they inv- they evacuated the entire uh, courthouse building, and everybody was out on the sidewalk. I didn't leave the building because I knew it was a fake, 
So I just kind of uh, lingered and I didn't go down the escalators and I didn't leave. I stayed. But then everybody in the building had to come back through magnetometers and security and stuff because it's D.C. courthouse, right? So it took a long, long time. And somebody pulled the fire alarm. And, of course, nobody's ever held accountable. Now, as a retired fireman, the um, obviously there's nothing more annoying than showing up to a false alarm. But what's the penalty for that, Doug? I'd, I'd heard 30 days. And not, well, it ought to be put under the hey, And I was a driver. Uh-huh. I just think of having to drive through all that traffic and the <laughs> big risk of having an accident. Sure. Yeah, you got to get there. And it's the Capitol. So when they see the fire alarm goes off at the you know, one of the Capitol buildings, Capitol office buildings, there are six office buildings, three on the House side, three on the Senate side, yeah. and Canada's. And they're very large buildings. You know, hundreds of people work in those. And everything's very sensitive these days because Democrats keep shooting so many people. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. And, and as a retired firefighter, um, yeah, I would expect... I'd expect uh, there's a lot of stuff you like better than than uh, showing up to false alarms, and and he's a Democrat congressman. What what should happen to him, Doug? Well, I sure didn't need him. They all be put in jail, or what? They they don't need a big gold gold free. I don't tell something kind of amusing. My son was outside working. He hollered in my little granddaughter in the house. Honey, I need some help. I need some help. She called 911. Now, that's not a false alarm. And his daddy was saying need help. He, uh, she thought he was really in trouble. Now, that's not a false alarm, but they did, you know, send someone out. Well, that's a, that's just an unfortunate um, um, incident. But uh, when the Democrat member of Congress, House Representatives, wants to postpone, delay, obstruct, because they're trying to sabotage it. Because they cut a deal with their their bootlicks in the press that no matter what happened, if the if the House couldn't pass the uh, the funding bill, it was going to be the Republicans' fault, and uh, and there'll be more on that uh, later as well, Doug. Now with uh, with that, Michael, we should get to some audio on the subject because it is it's crazy um, <laughs> the way this whole thing is going, and we got a lot of back and forth between Kevin McCarthy and Congressman Matt Gates and. And uh, the corrupt news media and Joe Biden and and all kinds of stuff. But um, the um, congresswoman from New York, from Staten Island, is Nicole Meliotakis, and she's one of my faves these days. I got to tell you, she's she's doing great stuff. Um, and mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. before we do, let's go to Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, first. Let's go to number seventeen, because the uh, the Speaker, Kevin McCarthy ironically known, perhaps. Kevin McCarthy was on the television this morning on the Fox News Channel, and he was asked about Democrat congressman and criminal um, Jamal Bowman, who uh, criminally obstructed uh, an official government proceeding, which is punishable by up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. And the Speaker of the House this morning said, Hey, you know, but but uh, Mr. Speaker, the congressman says, wait, he just he thought that, uh, you know, that that's how you open the door by pulling the fire alarm because he's just a member of Congress and a 12 year high school principal who had to conduct 12 fire drills in the school every year. And then before that, he was presumably a child who went to school where they had fire uh, drills and where they had fire alarms. 
But he didn't know anything about any of this, and he didn't know there were cameras everywhere. Every day is an IQ test, Jamal. You failed again, Palo Pell. Here's the Speaker of the House. Well, first of all, we're going to go through the investigation. What's really interesting, this is a former principal. He knows what a fire alarm is. This is a man that has gone on and yelled at members, and his behavior has been unbecoming. But what's interesting, if it really was just an accident, when the Capitol Police came to interview you, why would you lawyer up right away? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you just say, oh, my gosh, I made a mistake here. Why would you let it go on? Why would you let it go on? Why would you? Well, he obstructed an official proceeding of the government, of uh, Congress, and that's 20 years and $250,000. He should, he should be slapping the cuffs on there. They should be taking him away with leg restraints, and uh, he should be in the back of a paddy wagon, which is an anti-Irish slur. If you know this individual, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And if you've been a principal, you've had fire alarms and you've had children pull fire <laughs> alarms. It's, it's so is that where you go to one. the childish action? Yeah. Do you want to see his phone to see if Hakeem Jeffries told him to do it? <laughs> I, don't, I, I do not believe Hakeem Jeffries would ever say to do that. Sure, sure. The Democrat leader in the House of Representatives. But he started, McCarthy did, by saying, if you know this man, then you know. And that should have been the follow-up question. What exactly do you mean by that? Now, uh, when you're a Democrat, it's all okay because the news media protects you and they, they love you, they adore you, they probably want to date you and they want to give you to their daughter and they're, uh, they're Democrats. Jake Tapper is a former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer and convicted Monica Lewinsky dater. And he has a show on CNN where they pay him to say things like this. There was an interesting moment uh, over the weekend when your New York colleague, Congressman Jamal Bowman, and he's under investigation for this now after Capitol Police say he pulled a fire alarm in one of the House office buildings. Democrats were trying to delay a vote, a final vote on the bill. Uh, There he is uh, pulling the fire alarm. He says it was an accident. He thought pulling the alarm would open a door yeah. uh, based on the fact that the doors right. to his right there were yeah. locked and there was a sign that he said he was, con- I think someone said it was confusing. I- I'll be honest, uh, it doesn't really make sense to me, his explanation. Have you talked to him? W- 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 yeah. What's going on? I there? mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. She spoke to him. She didn't speak to him. And uh, then she lied because... Uh, you know, uh, AOC. I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's there's something to be said about no, there the isn't. government's about to shut down. There's mm-hmm. a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. He so pulled a fire alarm. So I'm. They weren't I'm, suddenly what closed. What I'm here to say. That's is a that lie. House administration and U.S. Capitol Police and Jamal Bowman are inactive, and he's fully participating in saying there was a misunderstanding. There was a misunderstanding. I have photographs of the doors, giant red plastic plaques with giant white letters. Emergency exit only. Push until alarm sounds. Three seconds. Door will unlock in 30 seconds. And there are big signs, big signs all over the place saying, uh, you know, you don't. And then and then uh, you look on the wall over there. And there's the little usual thing about the size of your hand, a red metal fire alarm that says fire alarm, and you got to yank it to set off the fire alarm. And that doesn't open doors. And so his defense is that he's the stupidest man that anyone has ever met. And uh, as a high school principal, I think we should review the high school diplomas that were handed out over the course of his 12 years as a principal. I ought to take a look at everything else that happened there, too. There is a, uh, there's a lot more MSDNC, the media, 
and the wonderful Congresswoman from New York, Nicole Meliotakis, coming up. The Constitution does not say that a person can shout, yell wolf in a crowded theater. That's exactly right. As the uh, Speaker of the House Emerita informs us, the Constitution does not say you can just yell wolf in a crowded theater. It's a quote for the ages there. The uh, front page, the cover of the New York Post today, I'm sure the New York Times doesn't even have the story, with a uh, photograph of the fire alarm that uh, radical extremist Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman pulled the 12-year high school principal, doesn't know how a fire alarm works. And it's a picture of the fire alarm that he pulled, and it says, does this look like a door handle? Representative Bowman's absurd alarm excuse exposed. New pictures throw cold water on Representative Jamal Bowman's excuses for pulling fire alarm in house building. Not just pull the fire alarm, but rip down the signs, throw them to the side, pull the fire alarm, and run in the opposite direction. Not a smart man. This, the media says, is a sensible strategy for exiting a building. And uh, he should be mocked until he's thrown out of Congress. He should actually face charges just as the January 6th people did for obstructing. If we have equal justice under law which is what it says over the entrance to the Supreme Court, then he would be held to the same standard, right, as somebody that walked into the Capitol, walked unobstructed, unimpeded, walked into the Senate chamber, also unimpeded, took a selfie, and then left the Capitol building, facing 20 years in prison and $250,000 fine. Now, Congressman Bowman, failing the IQ test again and again, wrote in a statement, or someone else did for him, Today, I was rushing to make a vote. I came to a door that is usually open, that's a lie, for votes, but today would not open, that's a lie. I'm embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm, mistakenly thinking it would open the door. He doesn't know how doors work or how fire alarms work. He should be thrown out of Congress for being that stupid. He said, I want to be very clear This was not me in any way trying to delay any vote. Of course. He lies because he's a Democrat and, you know, and he knows that he can say whatever he wants, however false. And there are these big signs, you know, like 18-inch red plastic signs that make it clear. And he threw them to the side and he pulled the fire alarm And they won't release the video because there's a cover-up, a seditious conspiracy going on. The Capitol Police. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.